0: Hey guys, what's up? This is Resroots here. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. This is Will. And for this episode in this podcast, we are going to be introducing our new team members here for the podcast. And so for now, I'm going to go pass it around, but let me introduce myself first and then I'll pass it over to the next. So my name is Will. My tribe is Nesper, Spokane. If you want me to introduce all my other ones, it's Nespers, Spokane, Macaw, Coeur and Snohomish. This is a bunch of five different tribes that I have in my family. Um, then where I'm from is uh, Lapway, Idaho. Uh, shout out to the Nespers Reservation. <laughs> but all right, I'm gonna pass it over.
1: Um, hi, my name is Kelly. I think mostly everyone knows me already. Um, it's been a while since I've been on here, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm back. Um, I'm still Navajo. Still, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, changed. <laughs> hasn't changed. I'm um, still from Gallup. Um, <laughs> yeah, next. <laughs> Hello, everyone.
2: My name is Johanna. I'm from Inscription House, Arizona, and I'm Navajo.
3: Nice. Okay, hi, my name is Karen, Karen Begay, without an E, I'm not fancy like that, (laughs) but um, (laughs) I am a pure blood Navajo, (laughs) Um, I'm from Red Springs, New Mexico, if you don't know where that is, it's south of Gallup, New Mexico, it's like really small, but yeah, it's small.
4: What's up guys, Tim, um, half Navajo, half Biligana, that's white, for y'all that don't know. Um, I was born in Winslow because it was free, but I grew up here in Flagstaff, so, <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny, I didn't realize it until now. It's like, there's Navajo roots. <laughs> so, <laughs> Navajo roots here. Yeah. Uh, Navajo, uh, that's cool. I, yeah, this is Kind of blew my mind. just like, you guys are all Navajo. Never mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <can't>, really. <laughs> not, not my choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go around and share how, how are you doing? How are you doing so far with school? Stressed out already? You want to quit? Any tea? I'd spill. No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> Let you see, I'm anyway. just kidding. <laughs>
0: No, but just yeah. In general, how you doing? How you feeling?
2: Well, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, the classes are really thought provoking this year. It it's pretty fun. Yeah, I really like to think a lot, and a lot of my classes this year are mostly theology classes. So. Pretty nice.
3: I'm enjoying it so far. Nice. Um, I'm doing actually really good. To be honest, I was in like a rut for the past four weeks spiritually, <laughs> and I was just kind of dead. I think you could really tell in my classes because I would just kind of sit there and zone out, and I would, I would participate, but I wouldn't really. Um, not as much as I would. But yeah, like Wednesday... Finally cried it out. <laughs> and um, the Lord's like, good job. Now you know that I can comfort you when you choose to be alone. And it's like, okay, I guess God is real. <laughs> and... Yeah, <laughs> <Take. laughs> he really... <laughs> so it's really cool. And um, I am stressed out. Uh, I do have a lot of classes since I'm trying to graduate next year. And... I accepted a lot of stuff because <laughs> I want to be part of things. I like community. So, like, there's Hope Team, you know, there's being ad- an admissions counselor, a receptionist, then Fifth Wind. But I don't want to quit because <laughs> I'm like, no, I like doing these things. So, I'm here. I'm staying for good. I live here now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, you're not planning on leaving next year then? <laughs> <laughs> no. How many credits are you taking?
3: Um, I think it's sixteen. 12, That's on, I know. crazy. <laughs> no way. <laughs>
0: That's insane. Check. Karen just build different guys. She's
2: she's always on the go. I Every mean, like five seconds she's signed out somewhere. She's like at work or she's doing homework, and I'm like, bro, chill out. And we're staying yeah. up to like <laughs> <laughs> we're like chill staying up, up to midnight. <laughs> Watching movies because she's like finally get to rest, and we only watch one show of a like one episode of a show, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm tired. <laughs> Go to sleep, and then wake up, do it all over again."
0: What kind of shows? Uh, okay, <laughs> <never
4: mind>. <laughs> <laughs> <the> just
1: kidding.
0: Take that part out. No, <laughs> You, Tim, how you doing
4: uh, I'm doing all right I'm just um kind of kind of feeling the weight of this this year even though I'm only taking 12 credits um, one of them was um, advanced discipleship which I'm basically done with already but um, the other three classes is a ton of reading and reports all the time and you know I got my got my family at home of course all you guys know that I got a wife and two sons at home but for everyone else that doesn't know it's it's pretty difficult to be here full-time student um, with the family because uh, you got to balance a lot of time and what's what's needed say say no to a lot of things and say yes to some important ones and it is beneficial but it's a lot of a lot of discipline and time management and but I'm not trying to sound all depressing. I'm just <laughs> feeling the full weight of <laughs> what it means to
0: mm-hmm.
4: try to continue here. Um, but yeah, every, everything's everything's really good. I enjoy my classes too. It's just uh, can't wait to take a breather. So
1: nice.
4: No, no snaps, no snaps. It can't really snap, <laughs> but I'll try. It's all <laughs> just Bust out some lotion. Jazz it's
2: hands.
1: Like, oh. <laughs> I'll do jazz hands instead. Um, I'm not good. I'm just pretty... I don't know. Kind of tired. Kind of not. I'm just kind of going. Um... I'm in my senior year, so I only only have one class right now, actually, Um, but I'm still really busy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, still really busy. (laughs) I don't know how that's possible, but I'm still working at the LRC, the Learning Resource Center, working off campus too, doing this um, and some other stuff, but it's been pretty good just being busy. I like being busy, um, but... (laughs) It's <laughs> I have a hard time saying no sometimes and being okay with saying no. Um but yeah, my I think well this past week was pretty pretty rough. Um, you know, grief and life. Um I don't think I think that was kinda one of the reasons I did take a step back from Resroots for a bit. Um I lost my grandma probably two months ago now, about two months ago. Um, so I was just kinda, going through the motions and still processing, still hurting, um, but going, still going on and um, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. I think we'll use the stuff that you shared I I think a lot of you guys may have already alluded to it already, but I was going to ask any challenges you guys have been having so far just within, was it three weeks now, four weeks? Three, I think it's three. I think
3: it's, now it's going to be four. Four. So
0: yeah, three weeks. Yeah, so it's just uh, what challenges you guys are having. That you feel like you wanna share
3: um for me, it would be time management because it's trying to fit in like a day where I can just do nothing, which is Sunday usually, but um, it doesn't always work that way, and yeah, so I think i'm I'm really struggling with time management. like I wake up at seven and we'll get back in my room until like ten, so it's like man, I need a I need to figure out my schedule a bit better. Yeah,
0: that's that's really it. Samezies. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> I think um, just Fridays. Fridays are the biggest challenge because I've been on this whole new um, trying to trying to get in better shape and go go to the gym and stuff, and so I start at six a.m. Then I have class at eight thirty, and then another class at ten. Then I have SF, spiritual formation, at twelve. And whenever that's over, I kind of like use that time in between to prepare for the youth group that starts at. Well, starts at six thirty, but usually got to drive there, so leave at six, and then come back at uh, ten. And then I have security at ten thirty, and I'm over at eleven, so. Fridays are pretty terrible for time um, and so I know that my family has to take a big a big hit for that and then my oldest son's uh, he doesn't have school on Fridays too so he's always like hey dad what are we going to do today and I'm like ah, it's up to you and your mom so <laughs> can't kind of be included in that which really does suck but it's it's all for the better I know God's using everything so it's kind of just Fridays are my biggest challenge cuz it's just a lot of a lot almost said supply and demand a lot of demand for <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you know I forget like so you guys took my spot now on security I'm no longer a security guard here at ABC oh, Tim no. took my spot so oh no yeah. so Tim is the authority over here <laughs> laying down the law yeah Thank you for sharing that, Tim. Appreciate it. How about you, honor.
2: Um... I feel like... This year... God is really testing me... In... Community... And... The... Reconciliation of it, too. From what happened last year. And... Um... I kind of have been struggling with that. Other times, it's it feels like it's okay. I, I can go through the day without feeling somehow or, yeah, just somehow. But there are other times where I just feel really in the slumps about it. And it's not like, oh, this person is going to do that to me again. It's more like, I haven't reconciled with this person yet and it kind of bothers me. And so this year, that's where I am. And then another part is that I feel like I've done a lot with the freshmen lately, which isn't a bad thing. Just making them feel welcome, taking them to, to Walmart or Safeway if they needed to. But I feel like there are times where I don't give myself that rest because there was a couple days in a row last week where I was just gone all day and I didn't get any homework done. So I feel like I'm overcompensating to be like, oh, I don't want to repeat of last year. So I'm going to work extra hard, but I'm not getting the correct rest that I needed.
0: Appreciate that, though. Really, thanks for sharing that, Hannah. You have going? <laughs>
1: We're like passing the mic around because me and Will have to share one, so it's funny. Um, well, I kind of mentioned it. Um, losing mm-hmm. my grandma—it was a really big. Uh, um, really big event. <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Um and I feel like I'm always bringing it up but it's and I, I feel bad for always bringing it up but I'm like no I don't have to feel bad because it's how I'm feeling and it hurts and that's okay um but it does get tiring honestly I I've gone through grief you know I've lost people but it always just I don't know I was talking about this the other day but like... <laughs> it always amazes me, I guess I shouldn't say amaze, but it always keeps me in awe, you know, when you lose someone so, like, big in your life, that time just keeps going on, and the world just keeps going on, like, I feel like I'm playing catch-up, honestly, and, I don't know, that just, it always hits me, but, I, I think in this season that I'm in, it's been really hard, um, and the Lord has really been challenging me to uh, uh, give over control to Him, um, control in every aspect of my life, and I mean every <laughs> aspect. And I hate it. I hate it so much. I'm being honest. It's it sucks big time. <laughs> Because I'm like giving over what I've held on for so long. What does that be like emotionally, physically, whatever my spiritually, I mean. And the Lord has just been showing me like, do you see what this has been doing? Do you like what you've <laughs> this't this hasn't really gotten you anywhere because you've been doing it yourself. So give it to me. <laughs> like, uh, but like no, there's no buts. just do it. <laughs> okay, so I've really been wrestling with that um, and just taking on that humility of of that and um, yeah, so I'm learning, I'm growing and I am where I'm at even though it's probably not <laughs> where I want to be. but I know I know it's where the Lord wants me to be, um, which is here at IBC. And um, I think that's been a really big challenge for me, just keeping on, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that, Kelly. I would say like, yeah, I am in that same boat as you. Of- but the challenge I'm having right now is still transitioning over as a staff, no longer being a student. Um, it really, it really was rough on me. Like I had a hard time. You know, I was like an introvert. I love being by myself. Like praise God, yes, Amen. Um, but. Then I moved over, you know, miles away. No, I'm just kidding. I moved across the street. Uh, (laughs) But for some reason, I still feel so far away. I, uh, in most times I'd say I felt really lonely. Like, oh, man, I need someone to talk to. Or, or, you know, I I miss being in the dorm where it's so loud and noisy. You know, it's like uh, someone playing games or music or whatever, maybe, or going into the kitchen. There's, the guy's dorm is the island in the kitchen, and sometimes we just all have food and we just connect over that island. So those kind of things, like I just like have fun with. But I, I think it is. I guess it's like a good segue of my little diva I had before you guys. That I wanted to share with you guys here, and also whoever's listening on the podcast, but. Last Tuesday was probably the worst day I ever ever had here in a long time. Tuesdays are usually my days off where I, and it's not in like a mean or a push away type thing. It's just more of like I need to set boundaries from everybody just to get some time alone with myself, but not just with myself, but time with the Lord. But... Tuesday morning, this past Tuesday morning, it just hit me really hard where I started thinking, like, I'm out of place. I'm not, I don't really belong here anymore. My time is done here. So I started believing in the lie of like, yeah, you no longer should be here because you're not a student. You're not important as the students are. And started going down the route of my SF group. You know, I have four guys that I'm mentoring. My first SF group meeting, I feel like it didn't go well. It was really hard on me. I, I really I just tore myself up after my first SF meeting. Because for, for me, that was too much for me to handle at the time. Because I was just like, bro, I was like, these are too much people. The dynamics are so different. You know, I'm like, I don't know how to connect with all you guys at once. It's so hard. And I started that Tuesday, started thinking about that. Like, again, another lie. I was like, yeah, you're not even good enough for these four guys. And then along with student life, you know my co-workers are Kareen and Josh Manning and Tina and started to really belittle myself in that area as well. Uh, like you' you don't belong to be you don't belong to be on their side. You can't work alongside them because you can't keep up. You're not at their level. And, like, all these lies are just hitting me so hard. And I was like, man. And then, like, I just happened to scroll, scroll by. And it was one of my siblings. As you guys know my story really well, my siblings and I do not get along at all. So you can see we're just going more deeper and darker here. <laughs> so I started, like, getting angry. Not that damn, but I started getting angry with myself. And one of the biggest things that I you know, like, a few years ago, you would not hear me say it at all because I would be too too ashamed to share it with everybody. The feeling that I always struggle with is feeling like an uh, abandoned father, a deadbeat dad. I struggled with that so much. Like I felt like I was a deadbeat dad to my son. I've been getting those reminders from my son's grandma. Uh, This was her words. It was recently, I think it was like, it was right before the student body leaders retreat. I got to talk to her and my son and she was saying, "I don't see a father who is running. I just see a father who's trying." And you know, I got all emotional. and started crying. It's like mm-hmm. Someone was cutting onions. You know, <laughs> I don't know what it was. I never, never cried that hard in my life. I was like, "Oh my God!" Was like, I need to stop beating myself up. I gotta give myself grace. And. So those lives were hitting me again on Tuesday. And then there was actually another, to top it off, thing, Uh, last week was my very first week ever running my own shifts at Little Caesars. So I was trying to prepare for that, but I wasn't prepared at the same time. And that was at Tuesdays when my first time ever running my own shift, and not too no shade or anything, but there was a coworker that I was, that I thought I was gonna work with. And she is kind of a little hard on people. Um, she would try to be bossy, and boss people around when she's only been working there for like three weeks. And I'm like, that's not gonna sit well with me. It's like, don't try me. It's <laughs> like, I swear. <laughs> nah, but there's all like all these things are just piling up. I was like, man, it's supposed to be a day of rest. I'm trying to battle these, fight these battles that are, that are not even mine. That literally, I should not be even thinking about these things because that's not who I am. That's not where I am. God has me here. Why do I keep going over there? So I finally sat myself down and I just started praying, really just thinking it out and just praying each thought that I had. And God led me to Second Corinthians chapter ten verses three through five. And it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretensions that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive, captive. Every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And that's when I realized you know, I've always said the saying that you gotta take your thoughts captive, you know. But Tuesday I allowed my thoughts put me in captive. And that's where the or where God was telling me, like you were believing into the lies. Allow me to share what I see and what I see in you child of God, masterpiece. Reminding myself that whoever I was in the past with my siblings or anything, my family, getting their approval for them, from them, I no longer need that because I have the approval of the God who spoke the world into existence. God bless me with siblings here. God bless me with, you know, a parents like I look at Manning as a father figure, Kareen as my mother figure. Like, God blessed me with a lot of people around me. So God reminded me, like, this is where I want you to be. This is where I have you. So don't allow... Take your thoughts captive before they put you in captive. So I was just like, ugh, start crying again. And then I went to work. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah then that's something I wanted to do over the weekend too um, but I really didn't kind of like I said I told you guys before I kind of put myself out there a little too much but you cannot rest while being stressed <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't rest with all these thoughts in your head you know you have to put in a captive. You have to let go. You have to sit and relax because, you know, we are commanded to be still. This is something that I've been, you know, intimacy with God, actually sitting and being still in silence so that I can hear the voice of the Lord, allow Him to speak and just listen to Him. And when we do that and let things go, we are allowed to, or we can have that peaceful rest. And to close it off, I was in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. And it says, come to me all who are, who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So. Take your thoughts captive, let go, and just rest on him. Just sit with him, because that's what, you know, like I always think of that too, you know, the the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, protect your mind, the breastplate of righteousness, protect your heart, because those things are really crucial. And uh, your, thoughts can, your thoughts can become to action, you know. So I don't know if that all made sense, but uh, that's something that God has put on my heart, and he actually, you know, I had to walk through and experience, and I'm pretty sure you guys have as well. But wanted to leave the the table open if you guys had any response or comments, blasphemy, you know, or whatever whatever's on your heart you can share. Man. Yeah.
2: Thanks. Well <laughs> I, I like for me being in my head is really easy to do. So I try to drown out whatever's in my head by everything around me. So I try to keep myself out of it by making things more chaotic around me not in like a bad way but like making sure I don't have time to be in my head which isn't a bad which is like not a bad thing but also a bad thing at the same time because one you said earlier we're not spending time with God to actually hear what he has to say in that silence so that's where it's bad For me, uh, it's good in a way where I'm not letting, believing myself, like letting myself believe the lies that I tell myself, if that makes sense. So, it's a good reminder.
4: (laughs) I had to say that that's something like I gotta do every day, because, I mean, you guys know like my background a little bit, you know barely getting sober, just, what, three and a half years ago, coming up on five years, quit drinking this month, so, that's a pretty big accomplishment, um, I felt like I did that alone, but that was because I was looking at a lot of jail time, so I was kind of didn't have a choice, but, like, becoming sober, like, that was totally all, all on God, like, so like the my thoughts are always um, a hindrance you know, and I do pray that a lot to take my thoughts captive and make them obedient to to God and his his will so it's it's definitely um a challenge for me because um, that's where the temptation starts to you know starts in the head, and then the actions take place, so I actually um Hold on to First Corinthians chapter ten thirteen all the time. There's no temptation that is uncommon, you know. Like, and there's always a way out. So, I mean, that's massive par- paraphrase. So, but yeah, I think that that is a reminder that, I mean, me personally, I need it every day. So then I'm not as mean to my children too. <laughs> <laughs> And I actually unconditionally love my wife after that, so (laughs) that's not easy to to say right there, but it is a reality, it is true, and so yeah, thanks, man, that was really good.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Thank you. Um, I really liked what you said about um, you can't, what did you say, you can't rest without being stressed? I can't rest without being stressed. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And um I really did feel that yesterday. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before we started. Well, after we started. Um, when I went home when I started driving out. It's like a two and a half hour drive from Flaxaf to like my home, like where I live. So the whole time I was feeling very stressed until I got to like where, what is it called? Holbrook and I thought you know what I should be listening to like the Bible or something so I wasn't sure what to listen to and um in crisis counseling we were talking about Nehemiah being like the ultimate chaplain I thought well that's really cool I've never read it so I did like um I watched like a video well I didn't watch it I was driving <laughs> I was listening <laughs> I was listening to like a thing about the background of Nehemiah And then I started listening to the whole, like, book of Nehemiah. And it is good to a certain point. I'm like, why? what are all these names? Who are these people? But before it got to that point, it was really cool. Because it was kind of showing me what God wanted to say to me. What you said, to be still. And in that hour, I was finally just kind of there. I was paying attention to the road. But I was just kind of zoning out to... So, but God showed me that, wow, this guy is faithful to his people, and I think that's really hard to do for me sometimes, not just like my own family, but like to natives as a whole, because I'm going to be real honest, sometimes I don't feel any sympathy for natives because I'm like, y'all are just doing this to yourselves, (laughs) but Nehemiah didn't say that to his people, he wept for his people, and it's really convicting it was so dumb. I mean, well, it wasn't dumb. <laughs> it was just good, and I didn't want that answer, but that's the answer I got. So working through that, and it was just really nice.
1: So I like that. Um, I think for me, um, trying to. Oh, um, so I've been going through like First Peter, um, and before might have been a couple months ago. Um, First Peter five eight. It was really one that stuck out to me and something that I knew I had to hold on to while walking through this season. Um, First Peter five eight is I'm I'm not gonna look it up, but it's it's like beware your uh, adversary the devil roars walks around like a roaring lion looking for those to devour. Um, and it's so true. Like we have that choice to to put our armor on as believers and to really filter our minds I guess in a way to say it. And I think for me I I huh, I can spiral and I can spiral fast. Um and it's not good. So the past couple of years have just been me really learning how to um instill God's um God's word instead of the lies that I've believed my whole life really um unlearning that is really hard but it's doable because (laughs) it's not in your strength it's in God's um and yeah I I think it's that was that was just really good will I appreciate that um I think it's an important reminder that we all have a choice to do it or not or to stay down and get kicked by the devil um we're gonna get back up and that's really important
0: um thanks kelly appreciate you yeah so that's something i just wanted you know god to really put on my heart just to share with you guys And, and really thankful that the lord you know Revealed a lot of that to me because better learning it and not knowing it at all. You know, like, I could have still indulged in my thoughts or believe in those lies. And think one thing I forgot to mention, too, is that we think over 12 to, I forgot, and it was in 1,000, 12,000 thoughts a day or something like that, or even more than that. And it's really crazy to think about. That's something I forgot to mention. But protecting your mind is really, really crucial. So that's probably the biggest thing of all of the end of this podcast is protect your mind. So, Karen, would you like to close in prayer?
3: Yeah, I can. <laughs> I can totally <laughs> so, pray. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, God, first, I just thank you so much for this time. And. Um, just for what you're doing on this podcast, Lord. Uh, to be honest, I'm kind of nervous because I'm like, wow, I don't know how many people are going to be listening to this prayer, <laughs> but if you are, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, uh, God, um, I just thank you for who you are and that even if when we are not faithful, you are still faithful to us and you are always welcoming us back into your arms without a second thought or without hesitation yeah um, whoever listens to this i pray that you bless them and I pray that they have a good day um, remind them of who you created them to be and remind them that they do have a choice of whether to put on the armor and to use what you have given them your word and prayer and just their community so lord and if they don't have a community i pray that you provide that for them because um you, i know that you want that for us yeah just Help us to have a good time. Help them to have a good time. And help us to be a family. Coded by Vin Diesel. Yeah. Amen. (laughs) Bye-bye.